From tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. The Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel Kim Cunningham, meteorologist and social media manager at Agora Pulse Jen Watson, star of Tornado Hunters Greg Johnson, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network coordinator Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn Storm Spotter and Chaser Bill Johnson. Hey, welcome everybody to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. Welcome to our uh, our stage audience that uh, finally decided to show up on take three. But this is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. And listen to this, everybody. We are now on Pandora. Uh, so to go along with Spotify and iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts uh, and all, all the other apps, we are on uh, Pandora. Good. So that's I need pretty another cool. I need to right. those beads for my wife's bracelet from Pandora. So can I get one of those? <laughs> Stormfront nice. Freaks bead. <laughs> wrong one. So, hey, uh, don't forget, everybody, stop by our website, stormfrontfreaks.com. Uh, not only do we have an awesome Zoom radar chaser map, okay, it's an interactive radar, so you can play around and view different things on the weather radar, but it also tracks storm chasers that are out in the field. You can view their live streams from there. Uh, it's kind of a cool little uh, resource, but we also post all of our past episodes uh, that we've had with uh, folks like Chasers Reed Timmer, uh, Josh Morgerman, Picos Hank Shima, Skip Talbot, uh, and, and a lot more. But tonight, this is episode 104, and we are joined by photographer and storm chaser Lori Bailey. Uh, so man, we're going to get all kinds of great tips, especially if you want to learn how to uh, take some some great photos of the of the storm and and storms and weather, uh, but we also are going through our lightning round. Uh, you're going to want to listen to that, uh, <laughs> listen because it's going to be a fun one. We've got hashtag weather fools and weather trollbot is coming back tonight. We got lots of other surprises. Oh, go hide, man. Yep. But before we get to that, we got to find out who's here tonight. We always do that by uh, celebrating happy hour. Uh, find out what everybody's drinking. Let you know we're just here to have some fun tonight. Uh, not get too uh, too crazy and too is what I call sciency. So uh, we'll go around the horn. MJ is here tonight. What are you drinking, sir? All right, tonight I have a Bent Paddle Venture Pilsner. Uh, that's Bent Paddle Brewing in Duluth, Minnesota. Ooh, nice. Duluth. Oh, very cool. All Duluth. Right. You betcha. All right, Maz. You Can betcha. You, what, do you, what do you got? <laughs> Cabin fever. Oh, <laughs> yes, no. we all do. That's perfect. COVID that fever. Is, yeah, that's from uh, Holland, Michigan. Shout out to the uh, Michiganders on the west there. So, wow, a bunch of northern northern stuff. I still out there. Kim yeah. is here. What are you drinking? <laughs> I am. It's a little different today. This time I am drinking. I don't know if you can see it. Wow. This is actually um, raspberry vodka with club soda and a splash of cranberry juice. Ooh, so it is very tasty. I don't think yeah, I've it's, seen, it's really you, nice. seen you drink any hard stuff. The hard liquor ever. There's wow. a reason What's for that. Okay. <laughs> the, fridge, the fridge is broken. <laughs> Go back to cabin fever. <laughs> I'm trying to clean out the cabinets. So okay. try to get rid of the liquor. Or did yeah. you run out of beer? I'm not going to say. Okay. But, All right. Yeah, Greg, I, Greg is here tonight. What are you drinking? Well, listen, usually I am drinking uh, Crown Royal and some form of mix like ginger ale or something. But today, 
Due to the weather, we're beautiful, sunny, beautiful sky. A gin and juice today. Uh, gin and juice. Go. Nice. Wow. All right. Got to bring on a little Snoop Dogg. Is it sunny at 40 there or what? It is. It is. So 40? No. We're, 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 we're almost 80 today. What? You're more than us wow. in Atlanta. That's yeah. Must be All right. Fun. I think we got Lori joining us. Lori, I'm just going to ask you what you're drinking too, just so everyone knows you're having fun. Well, you, you guys can't talk about heat because I'm here in Arizona. We've already <laughs> hit 100 degrees. But what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Tucson yesterday, like, I think they call it the icebreaker, but they hit 100 degrees yesterday. I think Phoenix is always hotter than us. So, um, But normally I drink Leinen Kugels, but, you know, in this day and age, us cheap poor folk, I'm settling for some Michelob Ultra. There you go. So, <laughs> nice. Hey, there's usually plenty of people on this show doing the Mick Ultra. So <laughs> right. you're, you're in good company with that. Mm -hmm. So, Kim, let's, let's give her a, a good intro. All right, you got it. Hey, Lori, welcome. Um, for everyone who's listening and watching, her name is Lori Bailey, and she is a Southern Arizona photographer and a sky-worn spotter whose images and videos have been featured on ArizonaHighways.com, the Weather Channel, and all local media outlets. And in 2019, Lori co-hosted Monsoon Con, a one-day conference held annually in Tucson, Arizona. Now, during July through September, Lori offers storm chasing workshops that takes guests throughout Arizona and New Mexico in the pursuit of some epic high-based monsoon thunderstorms. Mm -hmm. Lori, yeah, very cool. Um, so happy to hear, have you here. And, you know, when I read your bio, a couple things jumped out at me. One, the monsoon, because back in the 80s is going way back. I was stationed in, in um, Phoenix at Luke Air Force Base. Right. And coming from Ohio... And going there, not even knowing there was such a thing called a monsoon in mm. Arizona. You know, it was just this mindset of, wow, this is really cool. And it's come so far where now everybody knows about the monsoon in the Southwest. You have people that chase it. You know, it's just incredible to me. The change of, of knowledge, I, I imagine it's partly because of the Weather Channel and because of social media, but be also because of people like you who take these incredible pictures of the monsoon. But I wanted to ask you about the monsoon con because sure. we go from years ago, nobody knowing about anything like this to there's enough yeah. interest for a monsoon con. I mean, I think that's really cool. So you yeah. were co-hosting it. Tell, right. tell us a little bit about that first. Absolutely. First of all, again, thanks guys for having me on the show. I'm super excited. Um, uh, in my previous uh, old jobs, I've done public affairs. So if I start doing this and start looking like Bob Dole, you guys just Smack me or something like that. <laughs> so I, I realize being online is a lot different. So, um, but talking about Monsoon Con, um, the the reason uh, actually the we we just did Monsoon Con here in Tucson last year. It was the first time we were able to bring the event to Tucson. Um, it wasn't if it wasn't for or if it weren't for um, guys like Trey Greenwood, um, the late Corbin Yeager. If you remember, Corbin was killed in a crash, uh, chasing mm. storms. Um, yeah out in Texas, um, uh, at Adri Mozeris and Christian Cleary. I think I got everybody there. Um, they're the ones that actually started Monsoon Con a few years back in Phoenix, and it was hosted every year. Um, but Trey has since moved on, and, and all those people have since moved out of the area. And um, I had this passion just knowing that it wasn't going to continue was just kind of like breaking my heart because uh, getting to meet and connect with other, you know, with other weather enthusiasts, especially in Arizona, 
and New Mexico in the Southwest. Uh, we're, we're kind of the bastard child sometimes because people are like, yeah, it's just a, you can't call any high base monsoon storm epic and all that. I get it. I get it. I've seen, I've seen the stuff that goes on in the plains and that is truly epic. But you know what? I have to admit, man, there is, there is something. And Kim, you would know um, if you, if you were, if you've ever been out here, I know Greggles has, has uh, chased out here too and, and chased some pretty awesome stuff too. But there is something special about being out here, especially right at sunset. And you have these awesome jagged, peaks with saguaros for your foreground. And then these these storms just come in right at sunset and just light the sky up. And then the bolts aren't, you know, these 10 foot tall bolts. These are, you know, some of these bolts, some of these positives that you can just see for, you know, 60, 80 miles away. It's just something that that just, ah, there's nothing else like it. And it's, it's the best, uh, it's the best cure for being stuck inside. You know, it, it beats just sitting at home watching the TV but uh, at the same time, so that that's why uh, Monsoon Con was that gathering, and that gathering has been growing and growing. And I was a little worried about bringing it to Tucson and, and even hosting it since I'd never hosted an event before or co-hosted an event before. But we got Trey's blessing to continue it, and um, we were actually sold out. We, we hosted it last year at the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum, and last year we were expecting just a little – we were hoping for 100 people, and we decided to to think – a little bigger and we sold out at 150 people in fact we had to tell wow. people near the end uh sorry don't come because we wouldn't have a place for them we we need a bigger venue so we actually had to put on the brakes of you know the 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 press releases and things like that because we had people some of them some people in the media local media willing to uh do pieces on it i had to kind of tell people uh let's let's hold off because i don't want anybody else not having a seat there so it was really successful we had uh, we had photographers and we had storm chasers, uh, meteorologists all speaking. We had the National Weather Service there uh, giving some basics on cloud identification. And there was a little something for everyone. But more importantly, being able to bring all these crazy desert people. And <laughs> people from we actually had people from Indiana and, and elsewhere also. But being able to bring everybody together. And you guys have attended ChaserCon and, and some of those others, I'm sure. Um, there's just nothing like that. You know, you, we get we get nerdy and and uh, it was just a blast and and uh, how, we how, gonna... Lori, how long how long did it last like was it a day was it two days yeah, yeah so it's just a day-long event um and you know we were looking to expand it this year <clears throat> but this little thing known as COVID 19 mm -hmm. got in the way um, Lori, we never heard gonna... of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we were going to host it here in, in july we were ready to go i had speakers lined up i had a keynote and then we had to pull back be, just because uh, the venue was going to be larger and it was just going to be a, a really fantastic event where we actually had breakout sessions. So people could actually break up into smaller groups and, and be able to do that. But they weren't able. We're not able to do that. Lori, so let me let me year. Lori, let me just say that uh, when when August rolls around and all these storm chasers who have blown all of their cash. <laughs> on the plains in in May and June, when August rolls around and we start seeing uh, people like you and Mike uh, mm -hmm. Obinsky, you know, posting these, uh, you know, bolts from the blue from forty thousand feet at the top of an anvil, uh, we all hate you. Just so you know, we're, we're <laughs> we in are, a good way. Just, yeah, no, we just we're like, ah, you know, why did I? Why did I waste my time in Chaser Convergence in Oklahoma in May when I could have could have gone and chased the monsoon in August? 
Well, I'll tell you this, that uh, our local, we actually have a, a local, uh, we have a face, Tucson uh, Storm Chase, face, Tucson Storm Chaser Facebook group, and it's grown to almost 500 people. I mean, I don't know how that's, wow. how that's even a thing, but it's grown so much. So I have to admit, but we even have small locations in and around Tucson, you know, some of those high points that are at, that are just outside the city. And I have to admit, there's a little bit of chaser convergence growing here in Arizona, but I'm sure it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing like the miles of, of cars I've seen in Oklahoma. So yeah, yeah, come on out. The more the merrier out here. There's the 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 roads are wide open, and you can really find a storm all on your own if you're just willing to drive. You know, right a couple 50, 60 miles. Yeah, well, I, I, lo I love the photos you get. Gorgeous. Oh yeah. So can I ask you one more question about monsoon kind of where, how many sure. are local and how many people were like, where are they all coming from? Yeah. So, uh, uh, most of them, most of the people that attend monsoon con are from the Southern Arizona area. Um, but when we asked people, we had people from, I believe it was Indiana, mm. um, New Mexico. Um, I think there was a few also, I think Illinois, I'm trying to think, I think one person was originally from Alaska but I think they were in Washington and they told me also that they heard about it. They, they visit during the summer and for that very reason, because I guess in Washington state, there's not a lot of thunderstorms or I don't know. They say it's just a lot of drizzle and not to visit unless uh, you have family or friends there, or you want to, you want to see the, the, you know, the killer whales or something, but so they come down here and, and enjoy our summers that are full of just beautiful scenery and hot, hot, hot uh, desert temperatures. You know, when you wow. get Sharknado and you get like killer whales instead, it's a big deal. <laughs> it is a big deal. <laughs> I'm not knocking them. I always, I've always wanted to to visit and even move to Washington, yeah. but wasn't in the cards. Oh, so tell us your background a little bit. I know you're interested in weather, but mm -hmm. is it always been weather, or did you were you interested in something else as far as photography, or how did yeah. that start? Right. Well, uh, you know, growing up in El Paso, I I, I was born in El Paso, Texas, so kind of lived in the desert all my life. The, that was the Chihuahuan Desert, and over here is the Sonoran, Sonoran Desert. But um, growing up there, you know, I, I just remember these huge storms all the time. My mom, actually, I have her to thank, you know, for just taking those times. You know, if, if you remember some of the, the sweet the sweet memories that you have, the, the precious memories, the small times of um, th that I have is, are just my mom taking me to the park. And um, we would, she would just tell me, you know, what, you know, what does that cloud look like, or what does this look like? And Aww. those are some of my earliest memories. And then some of the those little pu puffy-looking Mickey Mouse ears would all of a sudden turn into these giant. Uh, okay, Miha, it's time to go. We got to get the heck out of here because they, <laughs> all of a sudden it was raining. You know, El Paso's north, known for some big monsoon storms too. So yeah, it was it was a it was a passion that developed early. And then, um, you know. I actually wanted to be a tornado chaser back when I was in high school. I was looking forward to going to Texas Tech. Um, and that wasn't in the cards. Things came along, got married, ended up moving out, got a got a different job. And, you know, life takes you on its course. But then I ended up here in Arizona. Um, I recently started a, a wedding photography business back in 2015 at the end. And all of a sudden I realized, you know, looking at other chasers and, and really I've always been fascinated with with storm photography and being able to watch a lot of these local chasers online, you know, seeing these incredible images. I was like, wow, oh wait a minute. I can do that too. I have the same gear. What am I doing? So I was able to to put that into practice and slowly over the last few years have just enjoyed just going out, 
uh, all my friends know that if there's a storm, I'm, I'm kind of like, like Reed also, if there's a chance I'm going to chase and, and, uh, <laughs> so like, like, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question on that. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a good segue. Lori, yeah. w- what are your feelings right now with COVID, um, and the stay at home orders and all that kind of stuff? What are your feelings with chasing at this moment? Do you feel you should be, you shouldn't be? Um, and what are your plans, I guess, for this year? Yeah, so you know, it, it seems like we're we're beginning to come at least uh, from from a country's perspective, from a state's perspective. They're going to start opening the doors a little bit to to all of this. And you know, you, you definitely, if if there is a legal stay-at-home order, or they don't want you crossing into Texas, I think that was a thing, you know, a couple of weeks ago or something, mm-hmm. where things were really locked down. They did not want you even to cross state lines and things like that. I think that was important to do. I know um, I've gone out to shoot the Milky Way. There's nobody around for a hundred miles and I can be out there um, within, and I live in a very small town south of Tucson. So I, I will not encounter literally anybody out here, but you know, things are different everywhere. I don't know what the laws are, you know, out in the plains, but I do know that a lot of states are, I think we're right at the cusp of a lot of states lifting those restrictions. So it's encouraging to know, but I think that any kind of workshop and all of that, um, you you have to consider each and every person, um, any kind of tour group, you, you just have to find out, are they high risk? Um, you know, are, are you going to provide masks and all of that? But right now, I think as of today, I, I think we're barely entering into that, into that new unfound territory of, of tiptoeing back to normal. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah. a beautiful one there. I was like, hmm. Lori, Lori <laughs> a year ago today, Lori, we were in uh, Byers, Texas for the first tornado of the year. And and now, you know, for, for me anyway, being in Canada, the border's closed. Yeah. So oh, we just, yeah. there's 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 no chance. But uh, I hope you get a chance to get out to the plains this year. That that would be a lot of fun. And and I don't think there's going to be the chaser convergence that we've seen. <laughs> yeah. I do have a, a, I am scheduled to be out there in the first week of June and fingers are crossed. Um, you know, yeah. going to try to head out there from Colorado, but it, fingers are crossed. Uh, just kind of anticipating being, being able to be out there legally. And if I can, then I'll do it. Um, but I don't want to, I'm not going to break laws. If, if all yeah. of a sudden this gets worse and they lock everything down again, that's just, um, we have Lord, to it's way to, better, way better to ask for uh, forgiveness than for permission. I've heard that, and I can't <laughs> say I haven't used that before. <laughs> Which is why the Border Patrol has Greg's yeah. picture. Exactly. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Lori, is. Lori lives south of Tucson. If anybody has to worry about Border Patrol, it's Lori. <laughs> sure. Um, you will see a lot of Border yeah. Patrol when you're out shooting, like, Milky Way and stuff. I, I'm just going to drink while you guys are talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea. So, so Lori, so I'm going to ask you the question we ask almost every... Uh, single photographer we have come on the show, which is for tips. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, tip number one is lightning. How the, you know, cause that there's, mm-hmm. there's a secret to photographing yeah. lightning and making it look as beautiful as you make it look. <laughs> um, Correct. So let's talk on the front end first and actually shooting lightning. Give a, give us some tips, camera okay, tips. I'll, on doing I'll, that. I'll answer that question. If Greg can tell me how, how to get lightning going through a tornado. How, how do you do that? That that is the most epic shot I saw. I, I think I've seen last. Yeah, year. you 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 basically it's drive fun. a million miles over ten years, <laughs> taking thousands of yeah. shots, and get one shot of a lightning strike going through a tornado. 
Well, once you do that, it's a mic drop, you know? It's like, oh, okay, my. I'm done. I can go. Camera drop. Camera drop. Never. Yeah, have you noticed Greg hasn't Dang. had many photos lately? I think that <laughs> yeah. probably explains it, right? Yeah. So, so, so basically, you know, when I first started back in, in 2016 was really my first, uh, I would say my first uh, official, there, there is no official, there's, we're not, you know, we're not, uh, there, there, I guess there's no uh, college for professional storm chasing, is there? I guess the no. college DuPage does all those workshops and all that good stuff. So I guess so, There, I guess there is. But back in 2016, I did things that uh, people who are just starting out uh, at uh, storm chasing photography d does, and we don't know anything about triggers and all of that, is the old, um, set that shutter and hold your finger down. And when you get back into post a thousand, you know, a thousand out of a thousand images that you have to review and call, you know, you, you might be lucky if you have one or two bolts in them. Um, those days are long gone for me. I'm so tired of doing that. Um, and then I actually have it right here and everybody will swear by this, but I've, this has been my lifesaver for daytime shots is the LT4 from from lightningtrigger.com. See, I almost belched on the air. That would have been bad. Looks like <laughs> a fuzzbuster. A what? It looks like a fuzzbuster, you know, radar for police. Oh. In the old, okay, am I that I old? Would, I wouldn't yeah, know they that. Don't have, <laughs> I don't have that, that anymore. Hey, Maz, chips yeah. isn't on anymore either. <laughs> hey, Lori. You I, can hear the, the theme of the chips, can't you? I got to mention, your lighting is so excellent. And you. you're like the Thomas Kincaid of, oh, gosh. of oh. portraits and things. So do you ever put, um, well, like when you do weddings and stuff, you're like, can you guys move over with this uh, cumulonimbus behind uh, you? Absolutely. You ever, do you really? You know, I mean, not necessarily that, but the reason, you know, when you start out as a, as a wedding photographer or a portrait photographer, I mean, when I first started doing this, I realized that it's so easy to want to just look, have your images look like everybody else's, right? Especially wedding photos. You, you just open up the cover of any wedding magazine and that light and airy style is so uh, popular. It's great. You know, the exposure that the skin skin looks perfectly exposed and bright and, and it's beautiful. It's, it's got that Fuji film look, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But you have to set yourself apart if you're going to be a successful photographer. And so I just decided... Okay, well, I love shooting landscapes. I'm doing it again, aren't I? You know, Bob Dole says, you know, uh, <laughs> I love shooting landscapes. And so for me, it was it was important to always, if I'm out there with a client and I'm out there, you know, shooting, um, shooting, you know, we're out there in front of a bunch of saguaros or something and, and these jagged, rocky, you know, mountain backdrops, I don't want to lose that beautiful sky. You guys have been out, if you've, if you've been to Arizona, Man, every every afternoon is a perfect sunset almost. Mm -hmm. And so I really hated that. So I did everything that I could to incorporate my landscape aspect into my photography. And so by doing that, um, I, I love having that shot. So I want to make sure if I have to use flash and, and whatever I need to, um, I'm able to still capture that 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 sky. And that's the thing that keeps my clients coming back to me is that they they love that I can bring the full dynamic range of the camera to to be able to use that to be able to capture them with this cool looking background and that that's okay. always my goal okay Lori, i got one last unique. question then before our break uh i need you to be completely honest uh oh okay completely on like you got to put it all on the table here if you if you could make your living doing storm photography would you ever shoot another wedding ever again 
Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) If I can make a living uh, just being out on the plains or or chasing, if there were storms every day of the week, and and not only that, but if if those storms actually uh, resulted in people actually wanting to buy my stuff and make a living by doing it, I would be, I would do that in a heartbeat. Sorry guys. I love shooting weddings. I I miss shooting people, but there is nothing like the catharsis of, of being out under an epic storm. And and they have to have wedding cake at those storms. That would be the only, the only exception, but yeah. All right. So tell you what, everybody, we're, we're going to, we need to refill our drinks. We're going to take a quick break. If you happen to be listening to the audio podcast, uh, get ready for a new segment, uh, of Titan U Minute uh, from the Tornado Titans. But we will be right back and we're going to play the lightning round with Shannon. So uh, go ahead and stay tuned. Tornado Titans is where we capture incredible skies and we teach you to do it too. It's coming right for us. Get ready for the Titan U Minute. Hey everyone, it's Sanner. Today, let's talk about a topic that's near and dear to my heart, chasing on the high plains. Now listen, there's a lot of similarities to chasing on the lower plains, but there's some key differences. Let's talk about three of them here. First off, what are the high plains? Well, picture a rectangle running north to south from the Texas Panhandle in eastern New Mexico, north all the way to western North Dakota and eastern Montana. That's what we're talking about today. So what makes chasing this region so unique. For starters, you don't need the same degree of ingredients to get supercells and tornadoes here. While in Oklahoma City, a dew point of 55 is pretty meager, in Lyman, Colorado, that dew point is made for champions. If you have 1500 cape, 55 dew points, and a good east-southeast upslope flow in Colorado, that's prime time chasing. Another thing you'll have to get used to is those gridded road networks every mile are gone here. You'll have to be smarter about your intercept courses, as roads can be spaced 20 to even 40 miles apart. That requires a much finer touch on your chase strategy. Lastly, there's the early start times. Oftentimes on the high plains, storms will form off the higher terrain features such as the Rocky Mountains by noon local time. This can put you in the driver's seat with a possible tornado well before 3. On the lower plains, a lot of days don't even begin until 5 p.m., so don't sleep in. Hey, we have a lot of great material on TornadoTitans.com. With over 20 hours of educational content, we've got something for every budding storm observer. Check us out on the web at TornadoTitans.com. We'll see you next time. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We are with photographer and storm chaser Lori Bailey's with us. And and so, Lori, my questions are always, I, I want to become a better photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten to become a, a little better storm chaser, but now I want to increase and improve that end of uh, what I do so people can see that I actually see things. But um, so my question is, what what what's the best thing you have learned photographing storms, whether it's supercells, lightning, tornadoes, whatever. What, what is the one tip that you picked up on and went, wow, that really improved what I'm doing? And, and maybe it's even edited. Maybe it's post, uh, right. post-editing or something. I don't know what it is, but tell me your secret. You know, I, I have to say that I think more than anything is before you can capture an, ep- an epic shot, yeah, having the gear is one thing. You can learn all of that stuff online. A lot of the stuff I did uh, a lot of the stuff I've learned in when it comes to 
actually having to you know edit photos using Photoshop or, or Lightroom, the post-processing stuff, you can learn all of that essentially for free if you if you really just look at the right places and you you have the right friends that that already know that and are willing to share that with you. But it really comes down to just having the grit to get out there. I think Greg said it. What did you say? You, you know, you travel thousands and thousands of miles and you just have to really be willing to do that. If you even if you don't have the time, you can still chase in your backyard. Some of my best shots have all been with here in Rio Rico um, within, you know, one to two miles from my house just because someone texted me or I happened to be looking at radar. But I was always, always willing to take that chance. You have to be willing to take that chance to just get out there, uh, prepare to capture nothing and prepare to be disappointed. I think that's such a just a, a perfect tip for me because when I first started out, uh, you know, I did the driving. I did. I, I miss the storms. If you guys have ne have ever chased southern Arizona storms, you'll realize these pulse storms will disappoint you like no others because <laughs> you know you're you'll you'll see one storm, one tower go up in one direction, and then you head to the other direction trying to yeah. chase the other one, and you get to that other one, and that one dies, and the other one just went epic and it split and and it became a a line, you know, or it ended up turning into an MCS far out, farther out west or something. And then you're just sitting there with such disappointment, but you just have to keep getting after it. It is, it, it will suck your morale. It will suck your, your, uh, <laughs> your, your motivation, but you just have to, to, oh, so here's my best tip now when I chase, <laughs> I'm going to give you guys this, this jewel, this little nugget. Okay. Now, before I used to go out and I wanted several, you know, I wanted to come home with a, a treasure chest full of, you know, I wanted to capture <laughs> right. the, the lost ark, you know, I wanted to get in there and come home with all the treasure and that's not going to happen on these chases. So I told myself, all right, if I get out there and I chase for a thousand miles, if I can come home with one shot that I personally feel is a really extraordinary image, then I'm going to be happy with that. And that's been the key to my own personal happiness when storm chasing. And I, I don't usually come home bitter, kicking the cat um, anymore, even after a long anymore. Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a figure of speech, kicking the cat syndrome. But Peter's on line one. So. Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> hey, so do you get a lot of people actually calling you and giving you tips on where things are? And hey, you got to check this out. No, I, I actually, I mean, I've, I've been doing this long enough now, I guess. Uh, uh, I, I know it sounds silly, but I just sniff the dirt, you know, the old twister. Oh, around. my God. That's the best way to do it. Uh -oh. Yeah. oh, my God. Uh -oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. When it comes out here, I mean, well, you know, of course. Lori, the days of sniffing the dirt are over. Sorry. I don't care. <laughs> I am, you know, I am not a meteorologist. I do everything I can to learn about all that stuff. But, you know, the, the monsoon storms are not the kind of setups that you get out in the plains. In fact, um, I, I met a friend, Laura. She she is a she's been a longtime chaser out on the plains. And she came to visit, or she was in Arizona one time and I met up with her. And she was telling me, How the hell do you do it? It's easier to chase on the plains than it is in the in Arizona, because over there we can at least anticipate you know, the, the, the front moving in, the dry line set up, and we can actually target a specific area and there might That's be true. multiple storms. Mm -hmm. Down here, she's like, she was telling me that she goes here, the storms pop up over there. She goes over there and she was at her wits end. And I just said, you know, 
I'm willing to show you a few spots and I, I showed her a few areas and we ended up being successful over those those couple of days. Um, so it's funny to, to see that you plains chasers get frustrated when you come out to Arizona. So then I know that I'm not alone, that it's not that easy to, to find these storms. But again, if you just have that tenacity and that will to just keep after it, you're going to have storms in your own backyard ultimately here in Arizona. So, Or you could just send her out and go the opposite direction and know that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give just start giving really bad advice to people, Lori. <laughs> you know, and, and that to be honest with you guys, the the thing that I'm proudest most and and that I really appreciate the most out here in Arizona is that um, you know, we're 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 a smaller community. We're we're a, we're a lot farther away and we're disconnected from kind of the overall scheme of things. I don't think I know of maybe a handful of people, handful of people that have actually been to ChaserCon um or any of those and I've always wanted to go to those. But um, the, the small group of, of chasers out here in Arizona are always willing to help each other out and like, hey, get away from that storm. Come over here. This is going epic. This uh, outflow boundary is kicking up new storms. Guys, this is where it's at. You need to drive east instead of west. You know, small things like that just to, to give each other the tips that we need to hopefully get to the right storm right at sunset and have everything just go bonkers, you know. And I hey, said, Lori, that. Lori, do you, do you have a CB? Like, do you have a, like a two way radio deal? Nah, nah, we have cell phones. Okay. It's so different. let's imagine you did though. What would be your CB handle? <laughs> yeah, I would have to take my dad's old uh, CB handle, which is the fugitive. Oh, the I fugitive. love it. There you go. My dad was a fan in the sixties and uh, it was his, it was called Don Bailey and the fugitive. So um, when I used to oh, ride to the lake yeah. with him, he'd get on a CB and he'd say, you know, Breaker 1-9, this is the fugitive talking. <laughs> You're really bringing it out in me today. It's crazy. Hey, Lord, so, do you, what, if, if, if Phil had a, if Phil had a no, no, CB handle, no. what would his so, CB handle So be? here's my question, Lord. We'll <laughs> <bypass that. laughs> Mr. Clean. Uh, what, uh, what, what other, what kind of equipment hey, do you Lord. bring with you? Like, like when you are chasing, what are you bringing with you? Whether it's the sure. camera equipment, what are you looking at when it's radars and all that jazz? Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's really important and I, I can't stress enough. When I first started, I have to admit watching people and, and, you know, watching tornado hunters and seeing all this cool gear and all these, all these, all this epic stuff that I'm not going to use the word epic. I promise. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> Everybody hates the word epic. It's been so overused, but having all this amazing technology at your fingertips is really awesome. And then I realized I looked at my budget and then I go, Oh, that that's not going to be possible. I'm not going to be able to have the four by four and all that. And then I realized I didn't need that to be a chaser. I realized that it's, it's just as simple as having a radar scope or, you know, having a radar app. Um, and, and something that, that my friend John has always said is, you know, once you realize the storm's going up and you see the towers going up, echo tops are looking good, um, you know, vertically integrated liquid, you're able to start, you know, honing in on a storm that's about to drop lightning. Um, put the damn phone down, put all the gear down if you're there already and focus on the storm. You, there, yeah. There's nothing better than actually being able to eyeball a tower and an updraft base. And so I, I push towards that for, to people when I'm actually giving tips is that, yeah, I have um, I, I have some pretty cool photography gear and lenses. Um, and, and I'll talk about that briefly, but I think it's still more important to be able to just keep your eyes on the clouds. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it, just so you guys know, when I chase, I usually just have either an iPad and my phone or just my phone because I don't want that kind of distraction. I don't know about you guys, if you haven't already been able to tell, but I'm easily... Um, Distracted? 
distracted squirrel. squirrel yeah. I don't need that. Kicking that cat. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a cat. Yeah. Have so you ever you bring up a good point yourself. though? Because yeah. you know, in meteorology, you have to be a good observer to be a good forecaster. Right. So you know, I understand that people sometimes get so locked into the computer models instead of going outside and look and see what's going on. Look at the observations, look at the surface map, and they get they forget to do that. So I think that's a good point, even in, in photography. Thanks. Yeah. Have you ever gone chasing for a haboob? Because I'm thinking as a tour, you might get some people. I'd go down for no some haboobs, wouldn't you? Go? <laughs> <laughs> no I'd be down for haboob. Yeah. Right. The really big ones are good. You get, the, uh, you get the wrong people joining that tour, though. Mm, yeah. yeah. People, I'm here for the boobs. I'm like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> What are you uh, nothing but class here at Stormfront Freaks. <laughs> Not, nothing. Right, writing that one down. So, so the writing workshop, that one down. Yeah. You know, it is tough to chase those haboobs because you really have to be set up out ahead. Did I say boobs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Crash and yeah. burn. Crash and burn. <laughs> it, well, Kim was like the big one. Hey, and the big ones are the ones I call for crying out loud. Hey, I, I, it's thundered hey, twice hey. now if you guys missed oh, that. But we did. Uh, yeah. unfortunately, we, we got to cut you off you right, because that's the sound. Awesome. Uh, that again. Yep, there it is. That That oh. is the sound. It is time for our lightning round. So this is our game show of brilliant and flashy questions that we always play with our guests. And uh, we always invite everybody to play along with this. But uh, tonight, uh, we're going to have a little fun tonight because we're going to play uh, Name That Tune, 80s Hair Bands. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Uh, name That Tune with 80s Hair Bands. And so here, here's my question to you, Lori, is my understanding is uh, you're, you're a fan of the hair bands back in the 80s. Um, what, tell me some of the concerts, uh, some of the bands you, you saw back then. So I'll let you in on a little secret. My dad used to be the director, God rest his soul. He used to be the director of the El Paso County Coliseum back in the 80s. And I was a, a very young teenager back then. Um, I have tinnitus now for that very reason. <laughs> I may or may not have been able to, to get snuck in free to every single metal band that, that mm. visited El Paso in the 80s. So um, Rat, Motley Crue, uh, Poison, uh, Iron Maiden, let's, let's keep going, Dio, not just hair bands, but anything, you know, ice capades for Pete's sake. Oh, I'll be there. So, yeah. Are they loud, <laughs> the ice capades? Are they ice capades are the worst. <laughs> That's how she got the thing. That, that was crazy. So here, here, here's, what, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to play this. I'm going to uh, play the very beginning of a tune, and uh, I'm going to stop it, and then, Lori, at that point, I'll ask you, and you got a chance to guess um, the band, or the name wow. of the song. I'm going to go with the band. You got to guess the band. And if you can name the song as well, you get bonus points for that. But if you can't, then I'm going to turn it over to the freaks and our freak co-hosts. They get to chime in to see if they can figure it out or guess it. Okay. So well, are, are you ready, Lori? You're sure. with us? Ready yeah. to go. Here we go. So the the uh, the first song. <laughs> All right. You got it. Na uh, name the band. <laughs> You ready? I'm, I'm yeah. ready. Name oh, the yeah. band. Guns and Roses. Yeah, that's that correct. Guns and Roses. Do you know? The I name hope of they're the getting song? harder than that, Phil. Yeah, that was I good. hope so too. That was a. All the Bengals Oh my God! Look at this. Soft the critics balls, are coming out. Balls. You always have to start easy, right? Yeah. All right, here we go. Song number two. Yeah. 
All right. Name that name that band. Rat. Round rat. and round. Good job. You got Good it. That was rat. Kim's shaking her head like she's got these down. Kim, what comes around go, goes around. Um, you're going to have to go tease your hair, Kim. I think I should. Tease your bangs. There you go. Good job, Garrett. Wow. Garrett got that one. <laughs> All right. You got it, Lori. What is it? Oh, yeah. Rocky like a hurricane score. You guys are going to lose it. Sorry. Wow. You, did, I, did you like not say the whole name of the band on that? I might oh, have to okay. take it's a point Rocky like a hurricane by the Scorpions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just double checking. Just said score. Okay, here we go. Run the table. Okay. That's all you get. Take. Okay. Yeah. By who? Twisted sister. Sister. Very good. Very good. All right. She's good. She's good. Laura's good. All right. Here we go. Next one. Sounds like Doctor Feelgood from Motley Crue. Beginning? Uh, is that Dr. Uh, Motley Crue? Yeah. Oh. That oh. is incorrect. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit more here for the freaks. Okay, freaks, you guys got that one? Anybody? I know the song, but I don't know who sings it. I quit. All right, uh, so you you guys you don't get it either. So I get the point on that, but Lori, what is it? Motley Crue. It's kickstart my heart. You guys suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what she say? You guys suck. She yes. Said you suck. Wow. All right. It didn't take long for you to turn on us, Lori. Sorry. It did not. It did I get in my All right, here we go. I gotta tell you, online Garrett did not. One of my favorites. All right, That's Lori. Nice. I was jealous because I saw it on her, on Kim, on the behind Kim's, uh, on Kim's wall, Van Halen. Right Very good. And the name of the song? Uh, there it is. I have to go through it. Goes around, comes around. Panama. Panama. Yeah, Panama. We got, we got a little Panama, Panama. there. Okay, right. next one. We got just a couple more. Killing it. Motley Crew, yes. Oh, you like correct. Motley Crew, Phil, or what? There's yeah. two. There's two Motley Crew. Hey, I pulled from the top 500 <laughs> metal oh. hair bands, but these are all like top 20 songs. I, I didn't make it too hard. Didn't make it too hard. Here we go. <laughs> Do you know from that? Whoa, that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah I know that one. That that that's probably from the album, maybe not from the radio start to that. But uh, so I'm gonna go. You don't have that, so uh, so I'm gonna play just a little bit more here for the freaks. Oh, uh, Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys, Beastie no. hair hair band. <laughs> no. No, I know no. it Cherry pie. Uh, yes, very good. Cherry oh, pie. All right. Better. That's a little warrant for you. Yeah. All right, last two. See, I. Yeah. What? Oh, come on. Oh, Aerosmith. Dude looks like a lady. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey, wh what? That's that was that wasn't yours to take. It's like I'm not even starting. Yeah, that yeah, was easy. But, but she got it. We'll, yeah, we'll already got it. it. Yeah. There that was we go. My first concert. So I've got a point, and well, Lori's got them all. We're going to the last one. This is for all the marbles. Whoever gets this one, uh -oh. um, is is gonna go home. Can we shout it out, Phil? Or am I am I? Really... <laughs> Daddy says he's too young, but he's old enough for me. 
Okay, but I need a band and a name of the song, not the lyrics from oh, the song. Sorry. The name is 17 and the band is Winger. Very wow. 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 Seventeen. Wow. 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 That's amazing. Sorry, That's amazing. Did you ever have any parties? <laughs> After parties? <laughs> Lori, how do you not have how do you not have a, a black shirt with white sleeves? on right now like and some sort of concert shirt going do you on. have a tattoo do. Oh, oh, you do. Kim does. she came prepared tonight I so i do i just didn't think it would be appropriate to wear it tonight <laughs> not appropriate <laughs> for us <laughs> this classy classy you're, you're, you're giving us a lot of credit <laughs> well Lori, Lori, outstanding job uh do us a favor let everybody know how they can follow you on social media where they can find your great photos and all that good stuff yeah, so I try to keep it simple. So um, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and uh, YouTube can you can all you can find me by just searching Lori Grace A Z, which is short for Arizona. So that's that's uh, my username for almost all three of those and and a host of others. But if you look at those three, you can find um, most of my current stuff when I'm out there chasing. Very good. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, everybody, we're going to go ahead and take our final break, and we'll be right back with the famous hashtag WeatherFools and WeatherTrollBot5000 coming back. Hi, my name is Mark Johnson, and I am the co-host and co-producer of Stormfront Freaks Podcast, the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening device. And here's a message to get you weather ready. The spring season is here, and we want to prepare you for spring weather threats, which include tornadoes, lightning, flooding, and thunderstorms. Being weather aware is important. Make sure you stay informed about weather conditions and know what type of weather is forecast for your area. Knowing the weather ahead of time will help you to prepare. For more information, please visit the NOAA Weather Ready Nation website at weather.gov WRN. Hi, this is Extreme Meteorologist Freak Timmer, and you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. All right, time now for hashtag Weatherfools. This is the part where, and we've getting we're getting so many of them. People doing. stuff. Stupid stuff. You should have a dart gun that shoots and sticks them with the word <laughs> stupid on it. That, oh my goodness. Well, Cam, hey, we're going to go ladies first. I mean, some of these are like, what were you thinking? All right, Kim, what do you got tonight? And you know, I don't know if I can actually say this person's a fool because I don't know the circumstance, but what we're looking at is, ooh, this is from Matt Mc, M. McKnight on Twitter. And he was actually driving along the interstate. This is in Washington wow. State, by the way. And he came across not just a dust devil. This was like a tumbleweed yeah. tornado, he's calling it. But it's a dust devil, but it's picked up a lot of tumbleweed. And it is just incredible. And you can actually see the debris that hits up against, I'm assuming it's a windshield that's protecting him from this, but I'm not sure. But I thought I had never seen anything like this before in my life. And it's just absolutely incredible. If you haven't seen this, you got to check it out tumbleweed <laughs> just insane i think this could hurt really badly yeah. if this you were really... out in this i, you I think the tumbleweeds they do they hurt are the tumbleweeds the fools then because they got themselves yeah. caught They're up the in fools. that dust devil i think you're right i think, so. I think you're I think right so. well he Dream pulled it over to videotape right there. 
but that's insane to me. And so I'm, I'm assuming he's in his car, but I'm not sure, but really cool stuff. Hope so. It's like getting hit with a thistle bush. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> definitely. Man. Okay. Yeah. That was Look pretty that. good. That's awesome. That was more cool than weather fool. Just to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Well, let's go to the source. Greggles. What do you? <laughs> well, hey, listen. Uh, in the uh, age of COVID, oh, I found oh. this on Twitter as well. Uh, crowded beach in the Yukon Territory, up in northern oh. Canada. And listen, I, in general, Canadians have done a very good job of the social distancing. But as soon as the w weather turned warm, this is a beach uh, that uh, that uh, in Carcross. Yukon, which uh, you know, uh, basically the whole uh, territory has about thirty thousand people, and they all Look showed up on the same beach. <laughs> there's at there's the same no ice. Real? Are there that many there's people no on one beach? Is that real? No, Phil. It's not. Real. No, it's God. not real, Phil. It's <laughs> fake. We saw that uh, picture in Arizona. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Literally, Oceanfront property. There's no there. room. Yeah, crazy. How are they fun. enjoying that's themselves? Fun. Hey, that guy is not six feet. Right there. No, right there. <laughs> that one guy. That right one guy is not six feet from the other. Wow. The numbers in the Yukon are going to go crazy. What? When was that taken? I hope not. <laughs> I don't know. No. You're not like pulling it from last year, right? Yeah. No, no. It was a, <laughs> all right, all right. It was the tweet. Everything on, everything on Twitter is real. Everyone that's knows. Right. That's true. That is true. All right. I mean, I know there's, them. I know there's a lot of stupid people, but that's a lot of stupid people. I mean, that is a lot. Wow. All right. Hey, good one on that one. Okay, MJ, you've got some. Are they personal? Or are they fans? Or what are we looking? Oh, at? these are fan fan contributions. Okay. okay. So the first one uh, was contributed by uh, Jay Bigum. Jay is painting, <laughs> and look at this guy in the in the oh, hail farm. He says, public service announcement. When it's hailing, don't park under an overpass on the highway and don't do this. What is he doing? The breaststroke? Is yeah, that what he's doing? doing What's he doing there? I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> for, but he's for people. on top of his car getting Okay, so if you're hail. listening, yeah. He's on top of his car. Looks like he's doing Sorry, it. yeah, right. He's yeah, trying, he's trying to keep to the, the hailstones off his car. Windshield. Uh, yeah. I think that's what he's, he's trying, trying to do. To and human and for reference, he's parked under a tree. Under a tree. Correct. Yeah, he's probably trying to protect his car. Doesn't want, you know. Yeah. Hail dings on it. So there you that go. hailstone's gonna hit him right between the legs. Oh right yeah, he's oh, gonna he's realize how stupid he was. I know this is small, but is he mooning this? What the heck? <laughs> Hard to say. <laughs> Doesn't it look a little? Hey, we see right. what we want to see, Maz. All right. All right. <laughs> well, here's number two, and this is just a still shot. Um, this was uh, uh, contributed by MLC Storm Chaser, and uh, it's a. Uh, it says someone say tornado in Fannin County and it's a picture. There's several pictures, but you can see a tornado in the background and then I'll blow this one up. Cause these are our fools today. There they are on a boat. In, they're on a boat in the water drinking with a tornado in the background so, wow. on the water. So there you go. I have you to say do that. I'm pretty impressed with those two dudes. Uh, yeah. I am too. You know, it's funny that that's why we could all throw ourselves under the bus so many times. Right. And uh, right. we're our own weather fools. Cause we'd be like, Oh, that's so cool. I want to do that. Yeah. So there you go. A couple of uh, listener. Right, good job. All right. Now Phil's got four, I think. Uh, I do. I do have four. I've got one. That's also uh, was shared with us. Um, and uh, do, 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 that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Okay, so this was from uh, Tim Slane. Uh, and this was someone was recently fishing and uh, a tornado 
Huh. Oh my was God. approaching the uh, little oh, lake or pond they were fishing on, and he's like, "Oh, we got a tornado while we're fishing. This that's is pretty right. cool. that's oh, slightly this closer, thing. slightly closer than the where one the hell is this bill? Yeah, uh, good question. My guess is it's down south somewhere, but <laughs> oh, why do you <laughs> say that? Oh, well, you that's just where lost all the tornadoes have been. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, where have all okay. the tornadoes been? All down all right, south, you're down, off the down there. You're off the hook. <laughs> right, it's kind of you know, there's a few hills there. It's not perfectly flat. It's just Dang. an assumption, but that's close, isn't it? Yes. I mean, yeah, that's like that's way close. And that's really well, it's a great shot. I mean, that, that really is. in all honesty, it's one of those dusty brown tornadoes green, yeah. that doesn't move, you know. How does that yeah. sneak up on you? Uh, you know, you're like <laughs> right. Right. Oh. All right, second you got uh, in. second weather fool. This is uh, an article about two folks that were arrested for hoarding diapers and other supplies that were donated to Tennessee tornado oh, victims. Oh, um, so this is just really? in the last few weeks, uh, but it, it was a, um, uh, it was a, was this the Nashville outbreak? The, the Nashville uh, it, I think it was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee area, but yeah. this, uh, there, it was a trailer park and it was some managers of that trailer park that were sent these supplies to hand out to other people in the trailer park. <laughs> And they were busted. They all had them in a uh, storage facility. Jeez. They had all this, all these supplies wow. that they were hoarding oh themselves. So. I got other words besides fools for that, but okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to look in the article here if there's any names. Hopefully, they uh, saved a pair of pens for themselves. Because I always Shame like them. using names, but uh, I don't, I don't see any names on that one. All right, the third one. This is uh, this is a McLaren. Now, I'm not familiar necessarily with a McLaren because it's not in my price range for a vehicle. Uh, but it's a pretty pretty expensive car that apparently uh, was driving through floodwaters following a pickup truck, thinking, oh, oh I might be able to do it. And he turns oh, off. Oh, Once he oh, realizes no. he can't go, oh, he no. turns oh, off no. and he's like, I'm screwed. Uh -oh. There's uh -oh. nothing I can do. That's an expensive and, uh, mistake. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very expensive mistake to uh -oh. think. And, and he I'm didn't sure. have his blinker on either, I'm just no, saying. No, he did not. <laughs> he did not. Now, the last one, this is my favorite of them all. Now, this has been around uh, social mm -hmm. media quite a bit, especially on weather, Twitter, and everything else. But it's uh -oh. a video. I uh, got this uh, from Twitter. But it's funny because uh, it, it, it was from a video on TikTok. But you'll see a lightning strike. As soon as I play this video, you'll see a lightning Crazy. strike. And you realize that they're kind of they're trying to videotape the storm, and then all of a sudden they see a vehicle <laughs> drive by, and you guys got to see this. Uh, there's big the lightning strike. Big lightning strike. Oh lord! <laughs> and what the heck? It's it's like a, a long term just, just care like, facility, <laughs> right? That's going on a storm chasing tour on a trailer, an open trailer in the back of someone's SUV. But what the they're all in their wheelchairs. Oh, wheelchairs, yep, all on That's a the Benny Hill music right there. What the heck? Well, if you watch the video, they're playing Dukes of Hazard. They're playing the Dukes of Hazard theme. Oh, there's the lightning strike. Yeah. What the heck is that? It's the Beverly Hillbillies. Like, is that, are, are they literally like, hey, let's this go is see a story the storm? About a man named yeah. and, and we'll take you in an open trailer, open flatbed trailer. I mean, I bet no. they don't even have all those wheelchairs tied down. They're just like yeah, that one. That one poor person. Is also, they're up. not social distancing either. No, no they're not. <laughs> I mean, that is. Yeah, you wonder why long-term care facilities are getting hammered so bad with right. COVID. This is wow. an example. They're taking them on open oh. air storm tours. It's called recreation, Phil. 
Yeah, that's Holy right. cow. Can you? That's just amazing. Uh, they're not practicing social distancing. And sh- uh, no, that's Nick amazing. the body said the tornado wasn't practicing safe social distancing in your first one. <laughs> oh, those, no, those were good, guys. Good job on that one. I'm proud of you. Okay. So if you want to check those out, you can go to stormfrontfreaks.com and uh, check out episode 104 in your show notes area. You can check out all that stuff and you'll be able to find the actual links and the videos. You get to see it big screen instead of the little small stuff there so good job yeah, th- these are definitely ones you got to check out okay yeah. well this this uh we we it was time to bring back uh weather trollbot 5000 so for those of you that that haven't experienced weather trollbot 5000 be you're prepared lucky. especially if you're watching us live and not listening to the edited podcast uh because so weather trollbot 5000 we found her at a garage sale uh, a year or so ago and we basically at repurposed least, yeah. her to interpret the thoughts of our weather friends when they're getting trolled on social media. So, you know, we scour social media and we find all these losers that are making just stupid statements to our weather friends. And of course, when our weather friends respond, it's always nice and professional. And, um, but, but we've used Weather Trollbot 5000 to interpret what they were really thinking when they were uh, formulating that professional response. So that's why um, she will use real language. So if you got kiddos, time to put the uh, ear, ear um, muffs. Uh, muffs. Thank you. I couldn't think of earphones. Put the earmuffs on. And uh, if you're listening to the edited version, hopefully we'll, we'll catch uh, the edited. Does the edited, does, that beep, does it beep out? It does beep out. Yes, oh, yes it you. does. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know that. Because, yeah, like, man, you never listened to the show. Haven't ever listened to an episode, <laughs> have you? I usually, I'm usually pretty raw watching these. <laughs> All right, so the first one. So this is Kelly Dobeck. She's uh, a news meteorologist at uh, Cleveland 19, uh, Cleveland 19 News. And she had a comment on Facebook. Someone said, and get this, you have such a cute little figure. What in the world are you wearing? Those old lady high-waisted elastic band pants are something I'd never wear, and I'm 70. Oh, boy. Please rethink (laughs) that choice. Uh, Yeah, so Kelly, um, of course. She had to be classy in her response. Classy, yep, 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 she was, and funny, too. She said, well, this comment made me laugh. Usually, if I'm unsure about an outfit, I ask mom. She always tells me the truth. And mom did approve of my old lady pants. <laughs> so that was her response. Shock. Nice. But we all know. A little self-deprecating. On. That's, that's, that's yeah. not what she was May really thinking. thinking. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to plug all this stuff into uh, Weather Trollbot here. Hold your ears, Laurie. Huh. You don't know me very well. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to find out what she was really thinking. Here is what Kelly was really thinking. You would never wear them because you don't have a cute little figure and they would never fit your lumpy, saggy, overweight old Those triple X sweatpants you wear are just fine. (laughs) Okay, so that's what she was really thinking. There you go. Uh, Lumpy, saggy, overweight. Wow. See, they, wow. let's let's be honest. We all think this stuff, right? We just don't ever tell anybody that <laughs> we're really well. thinking that. Okay. Next okay. one. <laughs> Kim's like, well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so we're moving on to this one. You guys know Michael Binsky. 
Uh, he, he's been kind enough to share uh, some of his recently. Uh, Mike's a storm chaser and photographer. Uh, he had a YouTube comment. This came from Robbie Costa. We're not afraid to use names if they're provided. Robbie said, uh, LOL. Yes, guys, it's beautiful and amazing, but please stop commenting on the hard work. It's a time lapse. Basically, leave the camera on in one position and go back to pick it up later. The hardest work was probably uploading it to YouTube and choosing music that won't get a ban. This said, <laughs> uh, this said it is still awesome, and it is well done, and thumbs up to you, Mike. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> There's wow. a compliment in there somewhere, right? You guys would appreciate that. So, Mike's such yeah. a classy guy, though. He would have had a good response, though. Yeah, his, re his response was this. That's what I love about time-lapsing storms. I just put a camera out there, take a nap, come back later, and upload it to YouTube <laughs> with some free music. It's like zero work. <laughs> uh, so i got so i gotta plug this in because we gotta find out what mike uh, was really thinking what mike really thinks sometimes is pretty rough pretty brutal uh you just don't hear it uh so here we go oh gosh she's she's being a little Taking a little while on this one. Yeah, she's sometimes she's old. You got to remember. Here is what oh, Mike was really thinking. Holy, f what a condescending <laughs> hole! You can't criticize me and my work, then say good job, Mike. Do a f time lapse on your phone of the best storm you can find and see if it can win your or an Emmy. It <laughs> <laughs> made me work overtime on that one. Yeah, those of you listening to the audio podcast, you probably didn't catch any uh, of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, letter, yeah. Wow. Mike's good. I, I like his brain. I like what he's thinking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> similar to yours isn't it <laughs> yeah and then and then the last one is always one of our favorites she always provides us plenty of uh plenty of material any guesses folks who this ginger z. ginger z, z. <laughs> yep chief meteorologist abc news uh so here's one of her recent ones it was a twitter comment from pnw native at snowy ridge uh that's who it's from said uh at ginger z just give the people the actual forecast temperature and let them determine how it feels like to them. <laughs> Quote unquote feels like. So apparently Ginger was given the feels like temperature, right? And and this person saying, hey, just give us the temperature. Let us decide what it feels like. Right? <laughs> okay. So Ginger uh, said, no, that's not how it works. Uh, <laughs> our bodies are more stressed when it's when it's a 95 temp with a 75 dew point than they are with a 65 dew point. That's why we show heat index. It's not per individual. That's why there's a scientific chart. Yeah, way too much science for that person. Yeah, I'm not going to get it. But good. <laughs> exactly. It makes a lot of sense, that answer. So, so let's see. <laughs> Let's see what Ginger was thinking. Ginger's usually not too bad. Jesus, but let's see. Here we go. Here is what Ginger was really thinking. This is a first. Some clown complaining about the feels like temperature. Good God, I'm actually going to waste my time to address this one. I only have so many characters to say it's science and you're a f***ing moron. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she wants to say. Is it's, it's science and you're a 
fucking moron. That's it. Oh wait, no, 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 to say. Yep, oh, one more beat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the section. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> oh, Have fun wow. with that right. one, MJ. So, so we're gonna put <laughs> yes. uh, we're gonna put Weather Trollbot back in the garage for a little while, but uh, that's always fun. And I'll, I'll throw this out to any of our listeners: if you guys ever come across something on social media, where one of our uh, weather fans. And whether friends is getting uh, trolled by somebody and they're trying to be nice in their response, uh, we'd love to see it. Go ahead and pass it on to us at uh, either uh, social media, just search as Stormfront Freaks or send it to questions at stormfrontfreaks. That, that sounds like you could have a shirt, you know, like in where the Trollbot says dot, dot, dot. That's true. We need to get one of those. That would be good. We'll talk to them That's called that merchandising. Now. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, we got that. Go to go to helicity.co. We got it there. We're good. Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. All right, MJ. Freak fan box. What do we got? All right. We got a few tonight. Uh, tonight. Uh, Jay Bigum. Jay is painting. Checked out on Twitter and said, check this out. Shannon, referring to Shannon Bolesky, is great. And I really liked Phil's ideas about chaser safety. So you've got one fan of your thoughts there. Shout out to Phil's dad. Shannon just typed in, laugh out loud. She's the best. There you go. yourself. <laughs> I guess you can. Um, and then we had, uh, we, we had, I will say, uh, at our last episode, we had lively discussions going on. Uh, in the in the chat during the live t- uh, live sh- show, but apparently we had some uh, good conversations going on other places too, maybe Facebook and, and places like that. Mm-hmm. We had a thread here that included Debbie DeFranco, Garrett Beverly, Patrick Kelly, Sandra Henning, uh, Coolinch, all chiming in about that episode and saying some fun things and having fun chatting with each other. So we appreciate uh, nice. appreciate that going. Wow. Appreciate you Sandra is my neighbor. By the ah, way. Very conversation good. going on when we're having a conversation. Right. Did, did you it, say and, the last person was Coolio? Yeah, Coolinich. Coolinich. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I like okay. Oh, that was Coolio. She's my neighbor. Oh, cool. She's. So I remember one night, guys. I had um, this young man here with me who um, wanted to be a meteorologist, and he was a neighbor of mine. He was down here watching the podcast. This is like a year ago. Anyway, that's that's his mom. Anyway. Ah, nice. very nice. 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 So very good. And uh, then we had Bill from Severe Radar Watchers check in again, watching our uh, last episode. Uh, said had a great time watching the podcast tonight. Lots of fun and laughs. Can't wait until next week. So appreciate that you're checking in, Bill. And that's our uh, Freak Fan Box. Check us out on Twitter at Stormfront Freak, uh, Facebook Stormfront Freaks, and on StormfrontFreaks.com. We're the show the moms love. We are. That's, that's well known. My mom loves it. That's well known. <laughs> so that uh, I think this that just about does it uh, for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, definitely thanks for listening and watching. Uh, before I go ahead and announce our next guest and next episode, uh, we always love the reviews. We love uh, like those folks. Anytime you get a chance to kind of let us know if, if you enjoy what you're listening to or watching, if you watch it, uh, we love your feedback. Uh, let us know uh, what you like, and, and so we can keep doing the stuff you like. Um, and also, don't forget to subscribe. So you can subscribe to the show, usually on any podcast app you're listening to us on. You can hit a subscribe or a follow button, and it just guarantees you're going to get the um, uh, next. Uh, someone's typing Weather Trollbot right now. Who's typing? Yes, they are. 
Who's typing? Wow. Oh, that was Lori. That was yeah. Lori. <laughs> Lori's typing something into Weather Trollbot. That's uh, so funny. Knock it uh, off. No. <laughs> you got to find out. I was just saying thanks for, for having you, me. Hey, there's, call, guys. there's only oh, one Weather Trollbot. There's only one Weather Trollbot. I'll just let you know. Thanks, Don. Uh, but anyway, uh, so go ahead and subscribe to us if you get a chance. I do want to say a special thanks to our guest, Lori. Thanks so much for coming out. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun having you on. So thanks so much. And, and the tips, uh, that stuff's all good too. And our next episode for, so we're a bi-weekly show. We're recording live on uh, YouTube. This will be Thursday, uh, May 14th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. And we're going to be with social scientist and Fawcett's program manager with Noah. Gina Yasko is going to be with us. Um, so she's great at, at, so she's working with the facets program with Noah and helping to interpret how that information will be interpreted, right? As a social scientist, she's kind of helping with that. So there's going to be some great questions we can have for her. Uh, but I think for MJ, Maz, Kim, Greg, and Lori, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear guys, and we will catch you guys at that show next time. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.